Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in, everybody, to the Tuesday edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. This is Buck in NYC, the center of the COVID maelstrom right now. My main man, Clay Travis, my uh, my tag team buddy here, he is sunning himself on the beaches of Florida having a great time right now he's on vacation he'll be back in tomorrow I'm solo in today so while he's working on his tan I'm seeing lines of hundreds of people on my way into the studio today to get COVID tests and what you're seeing is the collapse in real time of a major narrative and I think you could even argue a collapse of the uh the Biden regime's overarching promise, which is that they would get this under control. They said it from the very beginning. That was the plan, right? They were going to first thing they're going to do. First thing they were going to accomplish was knock out the virus. Remember, remember, a hundred days of masking that was going to do it. It's calling everybody to mask for a hundred days. Yeah. How'd that turn out? Remember when they decided that they would switch their idea from we won't mandate vaccines. That seems authoritarian and excessive. We're going to make it easy for people. We're going to make it free for people and have a lot of public information. And I mean, the Democrats were saying that. I mean, Biden and Fauci and all the rest. And then they switched. Why? Because wasn't good enough. Not enough people got it. And then it turned into you are a threat to public health. If you don't get the shot because the unvaccinated, which Biden makes it sound like the unvaccinated, you know, or the the unwashed, the uneducated, the the evil, right? That the unvaccinated are the ones that we all have to be so scared of, except now we find out that many, many vaccinated people get it and spread it. The collapse of the narrative in real time. You see this all around you if you're in one of these cities, one of these states where they have Surge in cases. Uh, New York is in the midst of the biggest COVID wave. Think about this. We're almost two years into the pandemic. Right now, the biggest COVID wave in terms of cases 
Ever? Ever. Set an all-time record in just a few days ago, and it keeps going up and up and up. Wait a second, but New York is so heavily vaccinated and has vaccine passports. Hold on a second. There are vaccine passports for people to go into restaurants. They excluded people. The idiot authoritarians backed and encouraged by the Biden regime, the idiot authoritarians in New York and Los Angeles and San Francisco and go down the list, made all these restrictions. And in New York, they said you can't go into a restaurant unless you have a vaccine passport. Well, you can be vaccinated and still get it and still spread it. And that's happening all the time. It's not aberrant. It's not unusual. It's not rare. So what exactly is the purpose of a vaccine mandate now with passports attached to it? You go into a restaurant, you could be surrounded by a bunch of people with Omicron, all of them vaccinated. You don't know. So what's the difference? Do you think they're going to admit any of this? You think they're going to step back from it? See, here's the problem, though. They're cornered in a sense, right? The authoritarians, the Fauciites, the apparatus, as I often refer to it, because of the distinct Soviet undertones, uh, they no longer can tell you the the narrative has to shift. They can't say, you, you don't get it, don't spread it. Just get the shot. Now they're saying get three shots. But the problem with that is people who are getting three shots are still getting sick. Yes, protected from hospitalization and death at a high level, but understand the policy differential here. If it's about protection from hospitalization and death, primarily or even almost entirely at this point, the policy justification for firing people from their jobs, excluding them from public life, forcing them to get the shot to go to school, falls apart because they made that whole case based upon you can't spread it to other. You're a risk to other people unless you get the shot. Well, how does that look now? You're going to see Joe Biden today. It may, we're not exactly sure when it will occur because, you know, it's the Biden, Biden regime will do whatever. He is speaking today. It could occur during the show. And so we'll, we'll, we'll pick it up live if it does about the new plan. And let me tell you, the new plan is moronic. I said that about test and trace in New York City in June of 2020. All this is a matter of record. I've found out I've got something like, 20 strikes on social media. I'm serious. In the last couple of months for trying to tell you the truth via social media, Facebook and Twitter, fact checkers. They always they always rely on these fact checkers who are just the quizlings of the left online doing their bidding. It's all partisan opinion bullcrap posing as fact checkers. But I tell you the truth about masks. I get it. I get hit. They restrict it. They won't let people see it. I tell you the truth about vaccines. I get hit. They won't let people see it. Thank heavens. I have this show with my main man, Clay, to address all of you across the country, and they can't actually throttle my words, because if Facebook and Twitter and the libs could, they would. So that's why this unsinkable aircraft carrier we have here of free speech on the Clay and Buck show is more important to me now than ever, because we can actually talk about this stuff. Look at what is going on. They have lied to you. Are they sheepish about it at all? They were catastrophically wrong. Biden, all of his cronies and advisors, the people around him, a bunch of morons. And it's all falling apart. You see it falling apart right before your very eyes. What are they doing in response? Telling you that you have to listen to them even more now. Even more extreme 
restrictions are necessary. Here is just an example of it on, uh, I think this was on, I don't know, CBS, CNN, one of the, one of the, it doesn't even matter. It was on one of the cable channels, Zeke Emanuel. Uh, here he is telling everybody that now's the time to double and triple and quadruple down on all of the things that did not stop this current pandemic wave in the first place. There are four things that we can do to really fight this virus. Number one are vaccinations. We have to get more of them. I do think we're going to need more mandates. We've tried everything else. We're going to need mandates. And that's, you know, we're not going to get past the 61, 2 percent just by asking people. So we are definitely going to need to have more mandates. Then we have testing. We have to flood the zone with tests. And then you have masking. We have to upgrade from sort of flimsy cotton masks to really serious N95, KN95 masks. Wear them indoors. Wear them outdoors if you're going to a crowded situation. And then we have ventilation. Listen to the goalpost moving as it happens in real time there, friends. I'll break this down piece by piece for a moment. And you know, as you listen to me all across America right now, that everything that I'm about to tell you is true. You know that you can see this yourself. We've been going through this. The results are in. They failed. Biden, his cronies, his build back better. Oh, we're so smart. We're going to fix COVID and we're going to fix the economy. They failed. Okay, let's start with notice what he says about masks. Flimsy cloth masks. We got to upgrade from that. Wait, why? I thought the cloth mask was so effective. And I thought that, and of course, you know, I never thought that, not even day one when they pretended to think that as part of the Fauci apparatus. But I have all these fact checkers, all these people that come after me. Oh, we know cloth masks work. Well, Zeke Emanuel just said that they basically don't work, right? And you, this is where they're playing games with the English language. If, if it reduces the spread 1%, is that considered effective? You know, are, are, are they serious? If I gave you an antibiotic and I said it has a 1% chance of curing your strep throat, does that work? Well, it works 1 in 100, so I guess it works. This is what they do. They constantly move the goalposts. They are constantly lying to you. And then they get upset when you look at them and say, hey, I don't trust you anymore. How could anyone trust Fauci? That vile little tyrant. He thinks he's the grand general of this whole thing. You know, the generalissimo. Can't get Fauci out of the way. He's already said he thinks this is a war and he has to see it through until the very end. Oh, okay. So he can be wrong all the time. His pronouncements can be proven false, but it doesn't matter. He has to be in the center of it. Almost like what really matters is that he's powerful and important, and that matters more than anything else. So let's just start, though, with uh, the cloth mask comment, because... Uh, that's interesting to me. Now they're talking about N95 mask upgrades. Remember, this is what you're going to hear from the Biden regime today as their new plan. And I'm telling you already, based on what we are being told about what's in the plan, it's moronic. It's not going to do anything. It's not going to stop this. But it is going to harass you, be very expensive, intrude on your civil liberties, intrude on your basic dignity, create a lot of unnecessary anxiety. It will do all of those things. Hurt businesses, hurt the economy, just hurt America. But they're going to tell you they're, oh, do they even say flatten the curve anymore? You know why they don't say flatten the curve? Because they've never flattened the curve with this stuff. They do it and the cases go up and then 
eight weeks or so later, it starts to come down in place after place, almost like there's a cyclical and seasonal nature to this, and that all these interventions, as Fauci calls them, and mitigation, don't do a darn thing. Masking. You know, Germany has an N95 uh, uh, medical-grade mask mandate. Look at German cases right now. It's worked so well for Germany to have this mandate. All it does is mean that neurotic, lib Biden voters feel more empowered to walk around and say, where's your mask? Oh, and then testing. Oh, testing is going to be the big thing. Biden's telling them they're going to send 500 million uh, testing kits, or they're, they're getting together 500 million testing kits. I mean, he hasn't said it yet, but that's what people are reporting on. Test and trace. Let me tell you what test and trace was like in New York in June of 2020. So I remember this is when they were really rolling it out big time. You'd get a call when you came into New York from another state as if you'd returned from a foreign country about a week to 10 days after you returned asking you about your symptoms. Are you really sick? Oh, gee, that's really effective. And I think one time I got the call about two weeks after I came back, as if one, travel outside of New York was somehow indicative of being infected. But two, I'm so glad that they called me to ask me if I'm really sick. Because that's going to do something. Oh my gosh, I just got a call from some slovenly bureaucrat who works for New York. I never thought that maybe I was sick until they asked me about my symptoms. Maybe I should get a COVID test. It was stupid beyond words. Big program. They pushed it all over the place. Think this one through. We're going to send uh, at-home testing kits to people all, all, all over. By the time a lot of people are sick, they've already been viral shedding for a day, maybe two days, maybe three. Do you think everyone's going to test for this? Do you think everyone's going to test in time? What do they think this is really going to accomplish? How is this going to stop the spread of the virus, which is what we're talking about? There's a different individual protection. You know what to do. You know what the options are. If you're at risk, get a vaccine. If you're at really high risk, get a vaccine, a booster. Get ready for monoclonal antibodies if you get sick. That's what the science actually tells us. Sending testing kits to everybody. Talking about the possibility of shutdowns. Fauci talking about masks forever on planes. These people are out of their minds. But they'll never accept this. And that's the part of it that I think, unfortunately, our side is waking up to now. We have to deal with... It's a little bit like, you know, the transgender swimmer issue, whatever. We have to deal with Democrats who are completely set in an alternate reality, in a version of the truth that does not exist. They think that they are right, even when they're wrong. And we have to look at them and say, stop being crazy. That's really right now the best, the most important thing that Joe Biden and Fauci and the rest of them could do right now, if they really wanted the best for America, would be to say, guys, get please get that vaccine if you're at risk and and be careful if you're sick, stay away from people, but go live your life otherwise, because this is with us forever. And the anxiety and the lunacy needs to stop. We will get through this. It is imperfect. Life is short. Life is precious. Do your best. The government cannot protect you. And the government is lying when it says it can from this virus. They are lying to you when they say they can give you real protection. They don't know. They can't stop this. But they can trample on your freedoms and ruin your day-to-day life and destroy your business and take away your right to religious freedom and expression and freedom of speech and due process and 
and and stick shots in your arms that a lot of you do not need. They can do that for sure. All right, obviously, we got a lot on this today because Omicron is the single biggest story in America. We'll talk about it. I've got Matt Walsh joining in the second hour to discuss the transgender swimmer issue at UPenn with him. Uh, Blake Masters is going to be joining Arizona Senate candidate. Great guy. Uh, we're going to talk to him about the economy, the border, a lot of things. And also, I'm going to tell you some stories today. Oh, and I had one thing for you. Uh, if you have a question for me, because I'm solo today, it's my last live show of the year, 800-282-2882. It's like, ask Buck anything, but, you know, a question for me. So don't ask me what uh, E equals MC squared means, although I could tell you. No big deal. Black Rifle Coffee is what I start my day with. I brew it at home every morning, and it's a great way to get going. This is a company started by a good friend of mine, Evan Hafer, who spent years on the ground overseas in U.S. Special Forces. This guy's a combat veteran, a patriot, and he loves America and freedom. He's got a passion for premium coffee and made a huge, thriving business of it. Black Rifle Coffee is the name. Just to give you an idea of how passionate Evan and his team are, he modified his gun truck during the invasion of Iraq to grind coffee on the go outside the wire in the red zone. That's right. Evan says... For a lot of us coffee drinkers, coffee is the way to get going no matter what. So go to BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Buck today and check out the best coffee in America. America's Coffee makes your holiday shopping easy with personalized bundles, gifted subscriptions to the coffee club, gift cards, and a whole lot of premium coffee, gear, and apparel. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Buck with the promo code Buck to get you 20% off coffee, apparel, and gear, as well as 20% off your first month of the coffee club blackriflecoffee.com slash buck for 20% off your first month of the coffee club. Giving big tech a headache 24-7. Join us at Clay and Buck on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. 
the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I know it's kind of it's kind of uh, dissonant when welcome back to Clay and Buck Show when, when I, we have a beautiful Christmas music going on. And then I'm like, everyone needs to calm down about Omicron and just deal with this and the Biden regime. These people are out of their minds. So I, we're going to have some story time today. We have some story time today. It's going to be a, a little bit of a, a relax, a relaxing show as well as an informative show today. As much as I can make it one. Like I said, if you got a question for me. Uh, anything, you know, ask Buck anything, 800-282-2882. And uh, now sort of the open open forum for that. If you're wondering, I don't know, whatever's on your mind. Um, about, But it's a, it's a Buck question, so ask me something that I can answer. Don't just ask me, you know, what's the distance between uh, Pluto and Mars. We have Dr. Wen saying something I wanted you to hear on CNN. I do not think that Mayor de Blasio should be canceling the New York City event because it requires proof of vaccination and it's outdoors. We should be keeping the events that are safe and also the events that have fun for people, too. We can't be canceling everything, especially if we're going to be living with COVID for the foreseeable future. I would say that if you choose to go, make sure that you're vaccinated and boosted. Make sure that you're wearing a um, a mask, even though it's outdoors. If there are lots of people packed around you wearing a three-ply surgical mask, don't wear a cloth mask. Cloth masks are little more than face decorations there's no place for them in light of omicron cloth masks are a little more than facial decoration i don't know has dr wen been listening to this show because sounds a lot like the buckster doesn't she and she was the head of planned parenthood and she's a medical doctor on cnn cloth masks nothing more than facial decoration she's telling the truth but of course it's in the service of even more extreme masking but look at that friends Cell phones are one of the big holiday gifts. It's a sizable investment, no matter how you look at it. If you're still considering the purchase of an iPhone as a Christmas gift, Pure Talk has them with some of the best pricing. Pure Talk has iPhone 12 starting at just $479 through the end of the year. And yes, they've got iPhone 13s, too. Pure Talk is the cell phone company so many people are switching to, and they love it. Nationwide 5G coverage on the same towers, same network as one of the big companies out there, but for much less money from your cell phone. Dial pound 250 and say Pure Talk. You'll save an additional 50% off your first month, plus save on a new phone. That's pound 250. Just dial that on your phone. Dial pound 250. Say Pure Talk. Some restrictions apply. Call for details. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. The White House will simply not accept the fact that the public hates this bill and they don't have some massive FDR or LBJ uh, majority uh, to get it. They just don't get that. They're tone deaf. These are the worst political people I've ever seen. Oh, cutting right to the heart of it there. Welcome back to Clay and Buck Show. 
It's just true, folks. The bill is not a good bill. People do not want the bill. This is the kind of legislative spending package that if they had, you know, 60 plus seats in the Senate, if they had a, you know, a 30, 40 seat majority in the House, I mean, you know, if they were way, way, way ahead, you'd say, all right, you know, this is it's not even close. It's razor thin, 50-50 in the Senate, razor thin margin in the House. Joe Biden, you get, you know, less than what is it? Less than 100,000 Americans have vote. And I, we, we can talk about the voting procedures another time. Um, and we will actually, especially as the election comes up, the midterms and how rules were changed in violation of law to help the Democrats win the election. That's a real thing. But we'll, we'll discuss, uh, more down the line. But the point is, it was a small, even with, all the games the Democrats played, it was a small um, fraction of the American people that were the difference here between a Biden presidency and not. And they're acting like they have a mandate. They have the opposite of a mandate. They have a come together and be reasonable date. And they're doing the exact opposite. Well, it's not surprising. Democrats are absolutists. It's in their nature. They're leftists. They're collectivists. But Kudlow is calling it all out. I got to tell you, I'm, I'm sitting here. And I am getting one text message after another from people that I know personally saying, oh, my gosh, either I either they have covid themselves or they just were at a a party or a dinner with somebody who, you know, has covid. I mean, it's ripping through all over the place. And I get that uh, that text, too, of I have a sore throat or I I, I think I have a cold. Should I go get a covid test? (laughs) Why are people asking me? I don't I mean, I always say, sure. Yeah, of course. Right. Got a better safe than sorry. But. It does remind me, I was going to tell you all a little story here, um, because some of you may recall this listening to the show. The first time I ever was on the EIB was about seven years ago, I think it was now. Uh, I had the honor of being a guest host for Rush. And at that age, it was just there is no greater honor as a radio host, right? This is, it couldn't be anything bigger, cooler, more important in your radio career. So I was, to say I was um, super excited about it is, is an understate, understatement. And I still remember, and may he rest in peace, a great man, Kit Carson, calling me, uh, Rush's chief of staff. I actually thought it was someone playing a joke on me. At the, I've never had that in my life where I thought somebody was messing with me. I actually thought it was someone pretending to be uh, Kit Carson saying, you know, you know, hey, Buck, would you like to fill in? I was like, whoa, wait, what? So, of course, I said yes. I tried to be I tried to be cool, too, about it. I was like, yes, I think that. And, you know, I was doing mental backflips. But we get a couple of days out, and this is why I'm thinking about this, scratchy throats and feeling a little off. We get a couple of days out from the first ever fill-in I'm going to do for, for uh, Rush's EIB here. And... I, I had a little bit of a cold, and I, I knew I had a little bit. I figured I'll be okay. You know, maybe I'm three or four days out. It'll mostly be passed by then. And, and I thought to myself, I don't care, you know, what caffeine and Tylenol concoction I have. I'm going to do a great show. I'm going to get through it. We get 48 hours out. And I'm telling you, this, this, is, this is the truth. I have never had total laryngitis before in my life. I don't mean my voice. You guys heard me do the show recently. And I, I mean, I, you know, I had to get COVID tested. I had a cold. I felt like crap. My voice was all messed up. So I've done radio sick as sick can be many. I did radio when I had COVID because I was doing it from home. Uh, so I've done radio sick many times. But when you have actually no voice, when all that's coming out is this, no matter how much you push or try, 
That's about the worst nightmare somebody who's about to fill in on the biggest radio show in the country for the first time ever can possibly have. Because we all know, all right, you can imagine you're me, you're young buck, and you get this opportunity. And this was when I was working at the Blaze for Glenn Beck, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, this is, this is amazing, right? This is a game changer. I'm two days out from it. What am I going to say? Oh, I can't fill in. I have laryngitis. Yeah, that would, <laughs> that's going to go over really well. I would say, oh, wow, cold. Because I'll tell you this, you know, there are, there, I have my flaws like everybody else, and I have my flaws in this business. Fear is not one of them, right? Being nervous is not one of them. Never has been, never will be. Uh, so, I mean, I'll, I'm the guy. I want the ball. I'll take the shot. I mean, hopefully I make it, but I always want the ball, right? And that's an important thing, I think, in life. Winners want the ball, and you got to take your shots. So I remember thinking to myself, what the heck am I going to do? So you imagine you're me, right? You're going into, uh, you're going into what should be the, the sort of radio debut on the biggest platform. You have no voice. You cannot speak. And I don't want to tell everybody this, really, because I don't want them to cancel on me. And my mom... God bless her. I mean, it's amazing. my mom is a super mom. I mean, truly, she should have a cape. She's a super mom. Because that's when, when there's like no hope and no one can fix anything. You know, who do you, I'm sure you all have people like this in your life. Who do I, mom is like the command center of the Sexton family. So I, I call the command center. I'm, I mean, she can hear. I can't talk. <laughs> like, I cannot, I cannot allow this opportunity. So what do we do? And she got into the research and all the stuff. We found in New York... The morning of the fill-in, because I was like, I'm just going to show up and throw myself on the mercy of the EIB audience, because they'll hear that I have no voice, but at least then they'll know I'm not a chicken, right? At least then they'll know that I, I, you know, love and respect Rush and his audience, and and this is like being, in, you know, this is like being invited to Valhalla, like, I'm showing up, even if, you know, my sword is a little dull and my shield is cracked, you know? So uh, I say I'm going to go, and my mom figures out that that morning... There is a doctor who specializes, specializes in opera singers who have to have vocal cord treatment of some kind, right? Or, you know, have to have something done because they've, they've got a, a flu or the cold and they gotta go on, you know, the show must go on. You gotta go on stage. My mother reaches out, convinces this, this doctor to, she was actually on her way to her country home. Okay. Convinces her. And I still don't even know how this conversation went. My mom's very persuasive. She goes, look, my son's Philly. And, and I'm like, this is amazing that she'll open her practice just for me in the morning, the morning of the fill in at about 10 a.m. And you all know this show goes on at noon Eastern time. So I'm going to see this doctor two hours before and basically tell her, you know, I don't care if you have to turn me into Frankenstein. But whatever you got, I know Frankenstein is the doctor, not the monster. Everybody, you know what I mean? Ooh, it's the, you know what I mean? Okay. The mon. I don't care what you have to put the, the bolts in my neck and, you know, electrocute my voice. I don't care. I got to do this show. And she goes, all right, there's only one. She's, just, she's like, there's only one thing we can do, but you got to understand something. It's only going to last about three hours. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a second. You got to be kidding me. There's only one thing we can do. It's not going to be perfect. And it's basically going to fade over the course of me doing a three-hour radio program. She's like, that's it. That's what we got. So she uh, she gave me a nice big old injection of cortisone. And it because she said your vocal cords are so swollen and inflamed, not only will you be unable to do the show without this, but you could actually do real damage and, and scarring to your to your vocal cords if you try to push through this. So I'm glad I didn't do that. And I said, all right. So she gives me the shot. And so I sit down for the first time ever, 2014 EIB and at the, at the golden mic. 
and the whole time I'm trying to do the best show I can. And it was not my best show, but you know, under the circumstances, I was pretty proud of myself just for getting through it. But the whole time I'm thinking, at any moment, my voice could disappear. At any moment, this could basically, because it wasn't a scratchy voice. It was whisper. It was no voice. And I will tell you, the last 30 minutes of that show, uh, on this platform, on the, on the biggest radio show in the country, my first time ever out, most of you, some of you heard that show, I'm sure, by the way, probably a pretty good number of you did. Um, the last 30 minutes, I could actually feel my voice going. And by the time I got home, about 30 minutes after 3 Eastern time when the show ended, uh, my voice was entirely gone again. So we managed to get the vocal cords open for just the window on the EIP to do the show. And thankfully, it was good enough and all of you were kind enough listening and the response from you was uh, strong enough that then they had me back many, many times to fill in for Rush uh, over the years. But that was about the most stress stressful live performance I've ever had to do. And uh, thank you, Mom. Merry Christmas. Love you. You're the best. She, uh, you know, it was it was amazing how it all worked out. But I am saying Christmas miracles are possible and the show must go on, friends. The show absolutely must go on. Uh, we'll come back and uh, update you on what Biden's supposed to be talking about here. But also, I'm seeing that there's a call to ban alcohol on flights as violence spikes. I've got a different theory on why violence is spiking on flights, which I'll share with you. And if you have a question for me, it's kind of Ask Buck Anything Day here. It's my last live show of this year. 800-282-2882. Clay Travis in tomorrow solo. And the next day, we'll get to all of that. Uh, well, everything else I said to you coming up. Tunnel to Towers Foundation is making the holidays brighter for our nation's gold star and fallen first responder families with young children. They're doing that by awarding mortgage-free homes to deserving families. From Thanksgiving through New Year's Eve, they're doing this at least once per day. For many of these families, the holidays are a tough reminder of the sacrifice their hero made for us. With each mortgage-free home, the foundation is delivering on its promise to do good and never forget. For some of these families, they have the comfort of knowing they can stay in the home that they picked with their loved one, the home where they made precious holiday memories. For families in a new home, they're creating memories they'll cherish forever. All of this is possible because of your generosity. Support America's greatest heroes and their families. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's Tunnel to Towers Foundation, T2T.org. How's our driving? And let us know at 1-800-282-2882. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in, everybody, to the Clay Travis Buck Sexton Show. Merry Christmas to all of you. I want to say that because we'll say it a few times. Some of you will be listening now. Some listen later in the show. But, you know, there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of stuff out there right now. Obviously, Omicron and uh, Libs going crazy and everything else. And but look, Omicron is serious, and people should take their steps. And when I say Omicron, I mean COVID in general. Serious, take your steps. You know, but live your life. You know, do what you can. You know, we're all on borrowed time. It, it is. It is remarkable to see how many people I think have been convinced through mass media and and government propaganda that. If you just listen to the people in charge, you'll be happy and live forever. Neither of those things are true. So live your life and spend time with loved ones this holiday season. I think for so many people who have objections to Fauciism and what we see sweeping across the country, again, as a mass hysteria, aside from a very transmissible uh, virus that is dangerous to the to the elderly. And people should take that part very seriously. Um, but there are folks who are saying, look, I I don't have that much time and I, I want to be with loved ones and I want to have those memories and I want to be present and I'm not going to live in fear. You know, I've said to you to borrow that line from Solzhenitsyn, live not by lies, but also live not in fear. Why? It's so short. You know, I mean, I'm going to be 40 on December 28th, which I know for a lot of you is uh, puts me maybe a, a couple years uh, below you on, in the age bracket. But some of you, I'm a lot older than and, you know, I, I remember what it was like getting my initial training at the CIA to go overseas into war zones in my early 20s. And I remember it well. <laughs> so you know, it feels like it wasn't that it feels like it wasn't long ago. You know, we're doing all kinds of stuff, you know, small arms training, driving, ID recognition. And, you know, now here I am doing a radio show. So, Yeah. It's amazing how how all the time flies. Oh, I I did see, I did see uh, a couple things I thought were interesting just in the holiday story uh, bucket. Well, one of them is is always the how do you talk to relatives? This is what at all concerns. Maybe I'll get into that a little more in the, in the next hour because because something else that popped up on the screen a moment ago here was getting rid of alcohol on flights. Um, 
I would just say, I don't think that all of a sudden alcohol on flights has become a big problem. I think that what people need to understand is masking up people for long periods of time is a highly aggravating, agitating experience. And for those of us who know that it is epidemiologically pointless and authoritarian, it's even more annoying. And people have people have short fuses. You know, people decide that they now I'm by no means am I justifying, obviously, any kind of uh, violence or assaulting anybody because of these mandates. But I'm just saying, if you if, if you're looking at a policy that would get the because there's a huge surge in assaults on these planes, it's not just because people are are boozing. It's because people are sitting there constraining their breathing i mean some of you probably are you know into yoga um into just general holistic health and breathing is is critical to i mean producer ali here is very health conscious and understands these things very well breathing is critical for your overall sense of well-being for your immunity for your your uh your sleep cycle your anxiety levels I mean, if you ever go into a doctor's office, this is just true because I've had this experience and you've just, you know, you just had some coffee, you're having a stressful day, you know, you probably have elevated br- blood pressure and they might say to you, you know, your breathing's a little shallow. It's because you're tense. It's because you're tense. It's not possible. They're now talking, forget about, and just so you know, I wear this, um, I got them these masks that are like mesh, basically. I mean, they're very light. Rarely is it ever a problem, but at least I can kind of breathe in them. What they want you to put on, I mean, a KN95, you cannot breathe well in these things. I mean, it, it is in, it is a true constriction of your most basic function for homeostasis, for being able to have your body operate the way it's supposed to. And they want to tell you that this somehow is acceptable. This is normal. No, I think that people are becoming so agitated and even violent on planes because they're being forced to do something that is oppressive, uncomfortable, and stupid. And I will say airline attendants, and I have friends who are airline attendants, um, you know, I, I know there's some great ones listening to this right now. They have been among the worst when it comes to enforcers of mass mandates of anyone I've, anyone I've come across. The airlines, for some reason, and, and think about the thought process here. You're a lot of people living in states where there are no mask mandates. Also, you're going to restaurants, doing everything you're doing. But for the less than 1% of the time in your life that you're actually on a plane or in an airport, they are insisting that you mask up. You're, you're around people all the time who could have COVID, the flu, a cold, whatever, in the rest of your life. But for a lot of you, if you live in Texas, you live in Tennessee, you live in Florida, you go to that airport and, oh, this is where we have to... Remember what they found out in New York City about restaurants? They had all this stuff, but all oh, restaurants, they get so scared. COVID spread primarily still happens in the home, folks. So with the whole restaurant thing, what they found out was that it was, and this is their number. This is not me, you know, undermining their data. I'm using their data. The city of New York found that it was about a 1% COVID spread they thought maybe in restaurants was occurring. Oh, okay. So shut down the whole restaurant industry and keep people from seeing each other and living normal lives because you think, remember, eliminating 1% of the spread just means that you're probably pushing that 1% to other places where you're not doing these things uh, involving shutdowns. Uh, more on this. I don't know. Biden's supposed to speak at some point today, probably during the show. 
We'll get to him. We've got the UPenn swimmer situation getting a lot more attention. Matt Walsh will be joining us to talk about that. Biden economy, Biden year one. Let's talk about a little bit of that. How are Biden's polls looking these days, folks? You'll enjoy this one. It's a early Christmas present. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.